just want to cut you off for a second. I like how Dan play, pays no attention to anything that happens in your life that you post about in the chat. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> and it was so it was something that we talked about uh, quite extensively. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, well, you know what happened is is uh, no, we know I'm what not, happened. I'm not no. pointing fingers here, but uh, Tommy tends to uh, post in giant copy blocks, and it's very difficult. <laughs> to read that all the way through. So do you, Dan. Uh, mine a little bit. I at least try to space him out. Tommy's one paragraph. <laughs> I try and get it all out. Both of you are habitual line steppers. to the show tonight's show we got a quick one for you the palisades mall has kids for less tommy gets a tesla and we got kids for some less. sports to talk about when did tommy get a tesla rental, oh god rental tesla all right starting it's off a gap first, car for first up uh i'm driving past the palisades mall today and there's a big sign, which I'm going to put in the chat, which I forgot to do. Uh, there's a big sign on the outside of the mall. All it says is Kids for Less. They couldn't come up with a better name for a store. Are you selling kids for less? I mean, I mean they caught your attention, didn't they? <laughs> I, they sure did. I kind you got to go, go in and find out what they're selling I, now. I, now, I gotta, now I want to be like, what the... Like... Maybe it's baby goats. Ooh, could be. Could be. I don't know what the demographics are around that area. <laughs> not baby goats. Not baby yeah, goats. Not, Nyack is definitely a baby goat city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I up to on the Tesla rental? Uh, what is... I think I'm coming up on... Uh, what am I? 10 days? Am I close to 10 days? I don't Approximately. know. Approximately, yeah. Uh, so, little backstory. Uh, sold my car uh, the day that I was supposed to pick up my new car. Um, sale went through. New car dealer called me and uh, said, I can't give you the car. There's a recall on it. Don't sell your car. Oh, too late, buddy. Already sold. And... Uh, so then I was in limbo of not having a car. Uh, after some research, some phone calls, some arguing and everything else, I had to rent a car, but I only got a car that I could get for $40 a day. And I did a lot of research and found a couple of deals. Uh, one was on Priceline, um, and the cheapest car I could get was... $37 a day, but it was a Tesla. Never had a Tesla before. Figured that's crazy. Uh, booked it right off the bat. And then, uh, you know, went back like 10 minutes after the rental was done. And uh, it's a good thing I rented when I did because the price jumped up to $160 something dollars a day. 
which was crazy. Um, <clears throat> basically, you can't you can't rent anything for forty dollars a day unless it's on a special. Um, first up, driving a Tesla is a lot different than driving a regular car. You basically have to teach yourself how to drive again. You know how like you'll be driving and and you'll take your foot off the gas and you'll coast a little. That doesn't happen when you drive a Tesla. So you take your foot off the gas abruptly and the car is going to start breaking automatically. Do you have different uh, like driving modes? Because sometimes that's in like one driving mode and not another. Because that's yes, like part but, of the regenerative braking. Yeah, regenerative braking. So I haven't... Uh, there's one other driving mode, I believe, on it. It's not easy to switch uh, in the rental for some reason, and there's no auto, auto, you know, drive autopilot or whatever they call it. So there are some limitations on what you can do in the rental cars. Um, I haven't tried the other one, but this one, yeah, you take your foot off the gas, regenerative braking, and you you lunge forward. Um, but what was weird was, well, not really weird. I, I kind of got used to it. And, uh, like, from here across the bridge in the morning to the train station, I didn't touch the brake one time, which I thought was kind of... kind of Crazy. Kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, you put your foot down, you know, slam the gas pedal all the way down, and the car will just fly, take off on you. I mean, it's, it's fun to drive. Uh, what I want is an everyday car. I don't know. I got to get used to it. And this car is pretty low to the ground. Like you're at, like my head is at like a pickup truck grill, which is not good, not good for the back. It's not. Well, you got to like, you know, it's, Wait, it's so a, how are you, how are you charging this? Uh, the train station has a charge part charge stations. By the way, Tommy, I just want to cut you off for a second. I like how Dan play, pays no attention to anything that happens in your life that you post about in the chat. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> and it was so it was something that we talked about uh, quite extensively. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, well, well, you know what happened is, is uh, no, we know I'm what. Not, happened. I'm not no. pointing fingers here, but uh, Tommy tends to uh, post in giant copy blocks, and it's very difficult. <laughs> to read that all the way through. So do you, Dan. Uh, mine a little bit. I at least try to space him out. Tommy's one paragraph. <laughs> I try and get it all out. Both of you are habitual line steppers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, Tommy, continue. No, yeah, it's fun to drive. I don't know if I would want it as a uh, a forever car. I charge it at the train station. Um, one of the drawbacks was the other, like last week I plugged it in, you know, uh, did my thing on the phone app and then uh, walked away, got on the train. And as soon as I got on the train, it stopped charging. So it's not like I could ran back and uh, switch spots and, and charge it again. Like the meter just stopped working. So I was like, that was like my charge day, which shame on me. I should have, shouldn't have let it go down that far. Um, so then, um, 
I mean, I was at like 80 miles, which is, I could have got like three more days out of it. You know, I don't really drive that, that far or anything like that. Um, but then that night, like after I put the kids to bed, I just took the car to, there's a, uh, Tesla, uh, Tesla supercharge, uh, spot at the mall. So I plugged that in and sat there for an hour. Two yes, bro. Model three. It's a model three. Yes. Yeah. Model three. And does Tesla, they have to have like AC chargers so you can plug in, right? Or does this not come with it? What do you mean? So a lot of cars will have like wall chargers. So you can trickle charge. So it's uh, not fast, but yeah. you can charge like overnight. Yeah. So I tried that when I first got the car. Um, and it basically, it was like non it didn't move the meter at all, basically. It, they just give you a standard plug and they give you the adapter, you know, for the charge parts that don't have the uh, Tesla charging. Yeah, because usually you can get like probably half a tank or something overnight. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did that overnight and I was just, I went back to the car the next day and I was just like, wow, that didn't even get me like, you know, didn't move it at all. I think it went from like 70% to like 72% or 71% overnight. I was just like, yes. oh, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's not no, going to work. That's not very good. Yeah. Um, but the train station one is kind of cheap and the uh, supercharges spot, like from, I was like, what, I was at like 80, 80 miles. It was like, I don't know, 30 bucks or something like that. Or 20, 20, 25, 20 something. Uh, $33. Basically to fill a tank. And that gets me to like, I think it's like 300 and third. I forget what a full is. I think it's like 334 or 324 miles. Huh. So, yeah, not bad. I think we have to get one at work to uh, run tests on. Yeah. You know what you yep, should do? So. You, you, can you find a way to hack Danny's Tesla <laughs> and, like, just really fuck with him? <laughs> Change all the settings. That Put everything in Spanish. Amazing. Change like, the language. He, 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 he bought his own, like, charging kit, you know, because he owns a Tesla, so he bought one for home. He said it wasn't expensive, like, 100 bucks, maybe less. And I guess you can, like... You, know, you can do it all from the app, from the app on your phone. You know, set up the times. You know, set up a window to only do it for three hours. Like, could you hack him and like turn off his charging and like really just really just Probably. screw with him? Mm-hmm. Well done, it. Let's Likely. do it then. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah, for a living. I mean, you know, I can get access to a cell phone on Friday or something, and you know, we can, mm-hmm. you know, we can figure something out. Well done, yeah. it. He's got you Actually, I know exactly how you would do it. So when you sign in the Tesla, like the app to authenticate, it uses your credentials and it stores a token on your, like to use to start the charge session. Right. You just yank that. You got it. So I'll get the token for you. Send it over just, and we're done. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Wow, that seems easy. pretty easy. Because that's so... Yeah, I won't get too much into the, you know, the biz here, but there's one company in California that does that. So they charge on your behalf because in California, you have to 
like negotiate with the utilities to balance charging because there's a lot of demand. Right. And so to like minimize the effect on the grid in the in California, they have utilities scheduling when people can charge. So you plug in like how much charge you need in your phone by what time, and they like make a schedule for all the users to do that. Wow. So one of the people that's doing that, you have to authenticate via like if your Tesla like login pops up, you put in your username and password, and then they, they capture your token and use it on your behalf to charge your vehicle. Oh, that's, that's pretty ridiculous. Pretty complicated. Interesting. It's not that complicated, but like it's kind of, uh, if you don't protect that well, then that could be pretty bad. Because yeah. if you have that, you literally, it's like using the Tesla app. Yeah. So you can like, you know, unlock the doors. Yeah. I think you can oh, call the car within a certain distance, like to come to you. Just keep yeah. unlocking the doors. You, when he's you, driving around. Driving you can do that to Danny, like you can probably hack his camera, see when he's walking towards the car and move it, keep moving it away from him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, where's my car? Yeah. The other, the other thing that's, uh, I don't know if it's, I, it's actually kind of annoying. So the Tesla doesn't have like a key or a key fob. It's a card. Like, an right. app, like it Dude. looks like a credit card or, you know, just a driver's license or whatever. Um, so when you get in, you have to put that card key, like in the middle console, like underneath, mm. uh, where the glove box is or something oh. like that. Actually, Danny does not carry his card with him, and he said it's a huge risk because he just uses the app for everything. And he phone, said if, yeah. he, if he loses his phone or his phone dies, he's fucked. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with the rental, you can't use any of the app part of it because oh, really? you can't you can't put in the credentials through the app because you don't own the card. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. So you have to use the card key, which I get it. You got to take the card key out of your pocket, like every time you get in the car. Yeah, that's annoying. That is annoying. Well, so we spend all this time getting away from putting keys into ignitions, and I got to take the fucking thing out of my pocket. So well, I think you just totally. need to buy the car then, so you can use the app. That's yeah, it. Just buy the car. Yep. That's it. <laughs> buy a Tesla. Yeah, just buy a Tesla. You got um, it. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But all in all. Yeah, it's well, nice. you know, to be fair, I think the Tesla is probably cheaper than the pickup that you're buying. Uh, no. In the long not. run. Definitely not. Isn't the pickup like 50K? No. No. Nope. Nope. Now who doesn't read the chat? Yeah. Now who doesn't read it? Motherfucker. <laughs> had a pretty cheap pickup, 50K? Yeah. Even cheaper. Wow. The cheapest. Which is why I bought it. Well, you you didn't you bought it, but you don't have it. So I, is it I cheaper? Actually, technically, I didn't even buy it yet. I just still reserved it. <laughs> no news on that. Um, all right. All right. Are we done with the Tesla talk? Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, oh, Richie, you want to talk about the draft in two days? Nah. Let's start with. The big trade. Wizards. The Wizards sent Bradley Beal to Phoenix. And I, I thought Phoenix 
already cut ties with uh, Chris Paul, but I guess they still that didn't go through and and they traded him. Yeah, that was just like an announcement. We plan on waving Chris Paul yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah. You know, oh, they, okay. they, they, right. just just like everyone said, like Harden op- plans on opting out from the Sixers. It didn't happen yet. He still has uh, to do okay. it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it happened. Sorry, that's my bad. My bad. Uh, so Dan, you want to run us through? What do you think about this trade? Um, I think it is a good deal for Phoenix. I actually like it for the Suns. Um, I know Bradley Beal's old. He gets hurt all the time. He he wasn't. He didn't do anything in Washington. He's not, but he's not that old though, right? Isn't he like twenty nine? He's, he's thirty. He's gonna be thirty. But but he, I mean, he had, he plays about sixty games a season for the last like three years, right? Yeah, he, he's not healthy anymore. Um, but like, I think fifty games. <laughs> okay, maybe fifty. Yes, I, I might have been rounding up then. Um, but like, I do kind of like this deal for for Phoenix because like they needed a third scorer, right? They needed a number three, and it wasn't going to be Chris Paul. And I don't think they have the money to sign anybody else, so they essentially had to make a trade. And I don't know. I feel like they could have, like, I mean, Bradley Beal probably has the worst contract in the NBA. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, him and Simmons probably are close, but, like, his, he has a no-trade clause, which makes it impossible. Right. But, like, I don't know. Like, I think I think Phoenix needed somebody else to to kind of help score. I mean, he can't play defense, but, like, you're basically trading Bradley Beal for Chris Paul. Yeah, I would do that in a second. Yeah, like at this I'm, point I'm, in the career. I'm torn on it. Like, I, I saw, like, uh, somebody, uh, I forget who it was, they put that, uh, Washington won the trade. Well, and I, I get that argument because they got rid of the worst contract in the league, and yeah, you know, got got uh, six second round picks, I think, and uh, Chris Paul, who is on a much shorter contract, or they can you know flip them immediately, pretty much. So and I mean, a wild card. They have no bound. They could be the greatest player in the NBA. That's right. But yeah. Unlikely, but they could. Yeah, they could. I I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't see how Washington... It's hard to give them credit because they put themselves in such a bad position. And, like, what did they get at? I saw saw someone say on Twitter that it it would be, like, giving them a good grade for this trade is, like, giving an arsonist a community award for putting out the fire that he started. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I mean, like... Like you only gave him the contract a year ago, a fifty million dollar contract a year ago, and you basic and you got nothing in return for him. You got Chris Paul and a bunch of seconds. You didn't. You couldn't even get a first round pick. Right. So I, I have a hard time saying Washington wins this trade. Um, but like I, I think if I'm Phoenix, like you needed you needed another player, and yeah, Beal probably isn't perfect. And like I mean, which you know, like in the NBA, it's all about fit, right? It's all about like. How does so-and-so fit on the team, you know? And that's kind of, like, the whole big... With any of these teams, right? So, like, he's probably not an ideal fit, but, like, I don't know... Who, like, who else? They don't have any money to sign in a free for free agency because they're, they're, they're basically cap-strapped with Durant and, and Booker making, like, I don't know, $80 million a year. And then you have Aiton, who's making, what, 30 So, like, you kind of stuck unless you make a trade. And, like, okay, well... You know who Beal is. He's probably going to get you 20 points and five assists a game. Well, 
And what, what if they, I don't know, either in two separate trades or a package deal traded both Chris Paul and Aiton, could they have redone their roster around Booker and KD and just gotten a bunch of role players? Like, I don't know the salary situation, but could they have done that? Like, maybe that would have been a better route. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so there's still talks that they they might trade Aiton, right? But but now they have Beal's contract, so in my mind, you you're getting rid of two big contracts, and then you can fill out a roster depth wise. Yeah, you, you, you could have done you that. Do any, can you do anything at this point? Like, no. even if you get rid of Aiton, like you might be over the cap, or you know, I, I don't know the situation. That's why I'm asking. Uh, so, well, yeah, so so they couldn't do anything really. With Paul and, and Landry, and so they kind of made this trade for Beal, and now they certainly can't do anything. So, like the their other the next move, if they need to balance out the the roster, is to potentially trade Aiton for like two or three role players. Right. And the other problem is they have no first round picks either. They have zero first round picks for I don't know seven years. Right. Oh, so like this is basically their team, and like I don't know. I I'm okay with. Like, this is basically their all-in move. Like, I, I'm not a huge Bradley Beal fan, but, like, all right, this is their all-in move. I'm I'm, I'm okay with this all-in move. I don't think it's, yeah, I'm you o- know. I'm okay with it. You never, you never know what players are going to fit, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm okay with it, too. Like, I think I think there's still, like, to me, they're probably still a player short. Like, if I'm looking, or two players short. Like, if I'm looking at the Suns, right? So you have Booker, you have Beal, you have Durant, and you have Eaton. You need a fifth starter. I don't know who that is. Ideally, that fifth starter is probably just a straight, if you could find him. Well, you three need three, more, three more solid players, right? You need well, your fifth, sixth, seventh, and probably eighth. Like, Well, they have Campaign, who I would say is a six, right? He'd be, he would probably be your first guy off the bench. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Campaign. So you basically need, to me, you need, at least for the playoffs, you need like those two. Who's your fifth starter and who's your seventh guy? Like ideally, you have eight for the playoffs, but you can get by with seven. So, like, you need a you need a fifth starter. You need a, you basically need a guy who's like three and D, right? And or, then, or, or or just D. I mean, it could just be like a shutdown defensive player, right? So, not you know, my problem is not only do you need a couple more players, but you're also banking on KD and Beal both being healthy for the playoffs as well. Which are know. you know one that, of them that's is, obviously yeah. is a question, but now you got two of them. You got to kind of worry about. I know. I mean, Durant hasn't been healthy. In- Three seasons, yeah. So, but like, whatever you're going all in. I mean, yeah. if this blows up, Phoenix is a complete fucking disaster for like the next decade. Yeah, I mean, I just shared uh, Beal's contract. It's awful. It's crazy. <laughs> it's. I, I it's, mean, this year he makes he's on for forty six million. Then next year when he's thirty one, I mean that's so twenty twenty four he's on for fifty million. 2025, 53 million. And 2026, when he's 33, he's got a player option for 57 million. Yeah, that's terrible. And he has no draft class, so you can't even trade him. Yeah. Now, one, one thing I will note is that that final year, he's actually taken up the least amount of cap, cap space out of the three years, despite him making the most amount of money. Because the caps, you know, expected to rise a good amount uh, by that's, then. That's, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, but even still, like it's such a bad. It's terrible. Con- but like, if he can, like if he can, you know, sit in the corner and knock down threes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's overpaid to be doing that, but like, 
I just don't know where else they were going to improve that team from. So I'm kind of like, there's no, like you can't sign a free agent. You had to make a trade and you have no first round picks. So like, you know, it's not like you could trade for Zach Levine. The Chicago would want a couple first round picks. You know, you're not going to trade for, for towns. They're going to want first, like any trade you make, they would want first round picks and, and Phoenix doesn't have any. So like, I'm like, okay, well, how else are they going to really, they needed, they needed one more, scorer and they got it he's not an ideal fit but you know if he can sit in the corner and knock down threes when booker and durant drive and get double teamed he's gonna be wide open yeah. and so. and because i'm not gonna let tommy finish this pod without someone at least saying the knicks <laughs> let me throw let me throw a quick I, knicks question i just shared uh, something. just shared something. Question. Would, tommy you, shared something. would you take ayton on the team no First of all, you wouldn't even take him. Like, cool. would, would, you, would you trade Mitch I, I straight up? I think Mitch is a better player. Do you? I think it's cl- at, at, it's, at the it's, very it's least closer it's, than it's, it should be. It's close, and Aiton gets paid way more money. Right? Do you I think? Mean, Nick, I, do you think most of Knicks Nation would do that trade? Oh yeah. No, I don't because think most. I, I, no. I feel like Knicks Nation is ready to move on from Mitch if there's a way. Isn't Aiton better in the playoffs though? No, Aiton was terrible in the playoffs. Really. Where's Mitch? Uh, I mean, Mitch was pretty bad. Mitch was bad in the Miami series, but he was great in the Cleveland series. I thought he was good in like two games in the Cleveland series. No, if you're being fair, I mean, he dominated down low. Dominated. They stop him. Dominated. Dominated. So, also, uh, Mitch Robinson's half the price of Aiden. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, I knew, I knew it was much less, but yeah, it's, is it half? That's what, a lot. What if you could get rid? What could? What if you could get rid of like a Fournier too? Though you you trade Fournier and Mitch, and you get Aiton. No, I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. If you trade Mitch, I think you'd want a stretch five. Like I would, I would say, if you're really serious about trading Mitch, then then why not? Let's go for like Miles Turner or, or, or Porzingis. I'd rather those guys. I think Aiton's. I think Aiton's super. I wouldn't have. Would you have signed Aiton last year? I wouldn't have signed Aiton if I was Phoenix. Uh, I would have moved him by now. Yeah, sure. me too. I'm not. A, I'm not an Aiton fan. I think he's. I think he's overrated, and I think he's soft. I don't. I'm not an Aiton fan. So I would. I would not. No. I. I don't know. I. Since we're talking Knicks, I think the only. I really think the only move the Knicks might make, is, is trading Obi. I don't know if they're going to do anything else. Hey Dan, if you look in the uh, Slack chat. Yes. Bravo to the Knicks. Uh, front office on Brunson. <laughs> what did you, did you post something? You mm-hmm. you lock you lock you lock up Brunson for 25, oh, yeah. 25 27 mil, 26 mil, 24 oh, yeah. mil, 24 yeah. mil. Like what a con- it's crazy. I know. It's a great it's probably one of the best contracts in the league. Yeah, yeah it might be. I mean he's he's probably after last year, I mean he's close to a top twenty player in the league, maybe top twenty five. Especially, I mean, especially if he can if he can replicate it in New York in back to back seasons, he's worth like double that contract on those. Oh, yeah, he's probably close to a max. So like, and, it, does the Knicks aren't like jumping all over free agents? I don't get it. Like, where is the money? What's well, do, t- do they have money? They don't. Up? No, but like most teams, I don't. The NBA has kind of gotten weird because there's a lot of most teams don't have money in the NBA right now, right, Rich? Like it's kind of. It's, that's why there's so many trades because teams just lock up their guys and there's so many weird rules that like if you like if you sign a player if a player is yours 
it's better for both you and the player to sign them and then figure out a trade later on as opposed to them going to free agency. So that's why the Brunson thing was so, so surprising. So so many players don't like who who are the top free agents this year, Rich? Listen, Kyrie. Yep, Kyrie. You know, they're still waiting for what see what players opt out by the end of this month. That that's, that's Yeah. There's like a little bit of a holding pattern with that. But but even st- I mean it sounds like Porzingis is going to resign. I mean, Harden, I guess, might be the well, best here, one. Here's the thing: like these these players aren't free agents. Like Porzingis and Harden, like you know, they're kind of free agents in that they're probably talking to all these teams right now, but they're technically still signed by their teams and still they opt out, I believe, right now. Yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah. So, like, they can opt out, but like, there's only, I mean, if James Harden opts out, there's probably only what two or three teams in the league that can resign him. Philly, like you, because like, he was on their team. Houston, yep, yep. and what, maybe the Thunder or the Spurs? Like, that's it. There's, like, very few teams that have – any team that's decent has no cap space. So if right. Harden were to leave – or if any of these guys leave, or, or if they opt out, they could resign for a larger contract with the team they're currently on, or they go to basically one of the shittiest teams in the league. So the Spurs, right. the Thunder, the Rockets, I'm sure the Pistons, like the Magic. Those are the only teams that have money. Right, and that's why, no, that's no why like players. you said, it, you know, a lot of times that's why teams have to resign players. It's just in the players' best yeah. interest to resign with the team, whether they want to be there or not. Like, yeah, and like the salary cap is so weird that you can't really, like, if you're a good player, like this, you know, if you're a good player and you're going to get twenty million a year, the only options for for most teams are like whatever that mid level exception, which is like good for like you know role players. That's like seven and a half. So that's the problem with the salary cap. Like, like the Knicks are going to have to pay quickly, like probably twenty million dollars a year. Yeah, yeah he's going to be making almost as much as Brunson. Yeah, <laughs> which, which is kind of crazy. crazy. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I know. Although I, I, they could trade quickly, I could see that being in the works as opposed to paying them. But that's why I think that, that's why I think Obi makes sense to trade because like you're not signing him next year. And this is really the only time you, he has value to trade him because he's going to be an expiring. The, a team gets a full year, test him out, see if they can work with them. And the Knicks don't want to want him to walk next year for nothing. So I could see that one. You know, Fournier probably, but like, you know, I don't know. Would you want Zach Levine? What do you think of Zach Levine? I don't know. You know, it's, it's tough because, you know, before last season started, I remember you kind of hated the fit of the Bulls roster. I did. So, like... If if you take that into consideration, like you know, maybe maybe he didn't have a good season, you know, and maybe he's just in a tough situation. You know, maybe he'll look better in a different in a different roster. I know. I, I, mean, I don't love him at the moment, but I do think he has some room to get better. Sure. I don't love him either. Yeah, I'm not a huge. He, he does have room to get better. I, I'm not a huge uh, Zach Levine fan, but. And he, he's he's older than he's like twenty eight. He's older than you think. He gets paid a ton of money. Forty mil. This I know year. forty mil. I know. Wow. And he, he he's been hurt a lot. Forty three. The year after forty five. Twenty twenty six. Twenty seven. He gets forty eight. Like that. That's the one thing I will say with the Knicks is like if you look up and down that contract, uh, up and down that roster, there's like no even Julius Randle. There's, there's no bad contracts. Twenty eight mil. Yeah, twenty million for Julius Randle. I mean. The guy's third team All NBA. It's not a bad contract. Twenty five uh, mil for Brunson. Yeah, I mean, you know, Fournier, for, Fournier is making twenty, but it's the last year of his deal. Derrick yeah. Rose is making fifteen, but it's the last year of his deal. Yep. 
You know, so like well, the, you have two expiring contracts, so you're two worst. Right. Like, that's not. That's why, like, I feel like they have to be careful as to, like, if you if they trade for Zach Levine, that's automatically the worst contract on the team. Yeah. So it's like not that you don't want to trade for these good players because, like, obviously they, the, but like, you know, like if if you if you make a trade and all of a sudden, you, God, that contract's awful now. It's like, is that a good trade to make then? So I don't know. Like, it's tough. On the Knicks, it's it's, well, it's tough to kind of figure out what you what they want to do. Right. I'll, I'll be I, I think I think it's one more year because you know at some point you you do want to make a move because you don't want to get in that. Remember how for, year, for years we talked about the Celtics, how they just like I know, just waited and waited and waited, waited and waited, and you're know. you know, luckily for them they had a ton of picks and like other players were still still young when we were saying all this. You know, like the Knicks are a little bit different because their players are older. You know, you're talking Randall's coming up on thirty. Uh, Brunson's yeah. twenty six or so. So I mean, twenty six. Yeah. You know, he's still got plenty of time, but you don't want to wait too long. I know. You, want to, you you want to push in while he's in his prime, like and really go well, for it at some point. But I think it's one more year. Yeah. I, well, but like you mentioned, the Celtics, right? Like the Celtics waited and waited and waited. And like now, it almost feels like their windows. I feel like could be almost closing to a degree, just because of the Brown situation. Or yeah, well, because they're gonna yeah. have to pay Brown and Tatum sixty million dollars a year each. Right. And like, so so they could have gone for it and got some other big superstar yeah. probably to fit in there. Yeah, and they didn't. Yeah. And now, and now they're and then they had a window, but those guys might not have been good enough. Right. And now, like. I don't know. Is there a window closing? Like, I feel like it almost might be like, like smarts, like Marcus smarts 30. He's older than you think, you know, Al Harford's what? 38. Yeah. Like the, and, and, and by paying Brown and Tatum, they're going to be in the same spot as the Suns, where they're basically not, they're basically going to pay these two guys so much freaking money that the rest of the roster, they're not going to be able to pay to, to, ha- to fill out their roster like adequately. Right. So I no I, I totally get like eventually the Knicks are gonna have to make a big move. So but draft on Thursday, no picks for the Knicks though. Or the Sixers. Oh, you don't have any picks either. Nope, uh, because they they lost <laughs> they lost two the, both their second round picks for fucking tampering. For, uh, <laughs> I think the Knicks lost Knicks lost their second round pick. EJ Tucker and Daniel House. <laughs> Who, who who Doc refused to play all season. So you lost a, a second-round pick for tampering, and then Doc refuses to pay him. That's one, of those, it, that's one of those moves like forget, forget who the player is. Like, I don't care if it works out or doesn't, but there's got to be that connection between the ownership or, and management and the coach where like, hey, we want this player. You got to fucking play him. You know, Kind of like when the Knicks traded the first rounder for what's his oh, name? Cam, oh, Cam Reddish. And he never right. played. Same, <laughs> same thing. Played. Same thing. Like, fuck, you got to play the fucking guy. You know? I know. Well, well, and it's like, long. oh, yeah, it never makes any sense to me. And it's like, dude, what, like, it's like, do you guys not talk? Or, <laughs> or, did, or were you, like, so against it that you, like, like, do you remember in, like, Moneyball? Yeah, I was thinking of that exact scene. Yeah, <laughs> refused to play Hatterberg. Like, like I don't like you guys not talk to each other before like this stuff. Like you're in meetings together. Like what is going on? It's it's yeah, it's so funny to me. But yeah, Knicks did it with Cam Reddish, and then they then they you know, um, but but obviously they learned their lesson because this year the Knicks got Josh Hart, who obviously Tibbs loved and right. worked out really well. So maybe maybe it was a. Uh, 
Because that was their really first big move together, was that trade. Although, you know, but yeah, that's stupid. So they lost the second. Oh, the Knicks don't have any. So the Knicks traded their first round pick for, uh, uh, this time I think it was Josh Hart. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then. Um, that, that's a worthy, worthy trade. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah I'm okay with that. Yeah. And then Dallas obviously tanked, so they didn't get, Knicks didn't get their pick this in the first round. Yeah. Um, Sixers are rumored to be trying to buy a second round pick, though, so. I could no, watch out. Could get to see a pick, <laughs> and and, it, and and like I said, the Knicks. It sounds like the Knicks are trying to trade Obi to get back into the first round. I think that's a little optimistic. I think maybe an early second rounder. I don't know. I feel like they could get a guy, somebody. I I think Indiana has two picks in the. Uh, so supposedly Indiana likes Obi, and yeah, they have two I, picks. I, I they have two picks in the twenties. I'm not throwing away a twenty, a number twenty for Obi. Like you wouldn't throw I, away I, the twenty-six pick for Obi. No, I'm not. Because yeah. you know, OB if if this, if this was the second year his deal or something, he's got to be resigned soon. Like, yeah, next year. You know, so like, if, if he had two years left, okay, I'll give you there. But one year left, no, because you're getting the player and and the new contract. Like, I don't know. And Indy's not ready to compete. They're not ready to compete now. So, but, so well, why, I don't know what Indy's trying to do. Why would you do that move if you were Indy? Like, that wouldn't make any sense. I don't know. Well, I don't know what their roster is. Do they not have space for two two rookies? Like, are they just not going to get playing time? Um, I, don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know well enough, but I mean, I mean they were, and they, they have were Halliburton. not a good team, so who's their who's um, a power forward? Maybe they need a power forward. I guess that's possible. Uh, they have um, well, they have ha- Halliburton, who I like, Miles Turner, who I like, Buddy Heald, who I like, um, Naismith, Jalen Smith, maybe is it? Maybe is that power forward? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah. He's okay, I guess. No, actually, it was terrible. <laughs> Never mind. Scratch that. Yeah, so it looks like they don't have a, they don't have a really good power forward. So maybe they're looking for that. Yeah, I, I, I just think you call the Knicks bluff. Like, if you offer an early 20s, Knicks are trading Obi for an early 20s if someone offers that right now. Oh, 100%. I would do it. I, I mean, if, I think the Pacers have, like, 26 and 29. Or something like oh, I meant that. early second. Sorry, not early twenties. Early second. Wait, then so is it official? Hold on. Breaking news? No, no, not breaking news. Uh, it's confirming Dan, that the Dan Knicks has and some fake uh, news. No, no, it, it's just Knicks Twitter going all, you know, all, all, all bananas. But yeah, it sounds like sounds like the Knicks and Obi have are agreeing to okay. that that they're gonna find a trade. Anyway, forget the, the Knicks. Um, has anyone watched any highlights of Wemby? I have not. I've been ignoring all highlight videos. Does he uh, look like hot shit? Skeletor? <laughs> Skeletor. He had a great first pitch. <laughs> yeah, I know. He like threw that one right into the dirt. And then he threw the ball into the stands. Yeah, then he did throw the ball into the stands. That's right. <laughs> Which was a better throw. It was. Um... I watched. I watched him. Uh, they they did a highlight of him getting on the subway. Dude couldn't even walk down the stairs without like being hunched out, like oh my God. fully fully bent over at the waist to get down the stairs, and then to get into the subway. He was like basically like crouched down, and then they finally got him a seat just so he could sit down. But I mean, even when he was sitting down, he was like taller than fucking people. But he, but he is skinny. He's skinny, and he—you see him. Uh, he was—he uh, did a, 
I'm surprised you didn't hear it. Richie did a your boy Reddix podcast the other day. Well, I, I I did see a tweet about it. I didn't listen to it though. Uh, I yeah, I didn't really listen to it either. But uh, they took a picture after the podcast, and I mean Reddick is you know Reddick's like Reddick's six four. He's not like a small guy. He's, he's an NBA player. Like they're yeah, all yeah, yeah. Like, like he's six a, he's a, yeah, he's a legit six four. He made Reddick look like he was like five two. It was ridiculous that picture. But yeah, Tommy's right. He's tall and skinny. I I don't know. I I'm not. I I like, think he I think he gets broken his first year. I think he did. Like, he like, play, where does he play college? Did he play in the college tournament? Where no, he, I don't know anything played, about him. He played in Europe, overseas. Yeah. Overseas. Yeah. yeah. Where, I don't what, know what, what leagues he play in. Like where does he play? Uh, I, I don't think it was, it's a top league. Whatever the fucking top league league is, uh, the Spanish league maybe. Um, uh, oh, French league. Yeah, French. Um, but I mean, I don't know. He like obviously he dominated that, but it's like, oh, the NBA is different. It's so you're gonna have to. I get he plays left. But you're gonna have to play summer ball most likely, or at least a little bit. You're gonna have to play at least a little bit in the preseason. He said and he's he not to, playing summer ball. Oh, that's right. They did say he's not playing summer ball. Um, but like you also have an 80 game NBA season or 70 game, like however many games he's going to play. Right. Because you know, pop is going to like <laughs> give him plenty of days off. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. But like either way, he's still playing 70 games, 65 games. I mean, he, he's going to play him enough. So he's eligible for any awards if he's playing that well. Right. But like, I don't know, playing three games a week. and like this, you know, I mean like NBA games are physical. Like he's gonna be banging down low with like guys like Embiid or Jokic or Mitch or yeah. Rob Williams or Giannis. Like that's the guys he's gonna be either those guys he's gonna be defending or like they're gonna be pounding into his body, into his chest. Like Yeah, that's that's like what I wanna see. Like, yeah, like him, that's stuff. Being, him getting bodied by like Jokic or I mean Embiid probably eh, maybe he'll do it a little bit, but I feel like he doesn't do it that and Giannis will not even those superstars just like the regular I, I, like centers that are the more physical kind of guys that aren't going to put up numbers like point numbers but they're still going to like foul them and hurt them and, and play a lot more physical than what I think he's used to yeah so does that a little bit outside too like, like that, like that's like offensively. I think he'll be so tough to beat, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, he, he could dribble, he could shoot threes, he could drive, he could post up, he could do everything offensively. But like, you know, he's still gonna be a five. So like, you know, and he sort with Porzingis. Like, it took Porzingis a couple of years. Like, I get Rembiam is better, but like, they have a fairly similar body build, and like, you know, they were tall and skinny, and like Porzingis got pushed around a lot and he got injured a lot for the first three four years of his career because you know it's a physical sport and he's not like a big dude so i'll be interested to see how Wembenyama kind of handles that piece of it and like how many games does he play like you know you tell me draymond green's not gonna like body him up kevon looney anthony davis i'm just reading like rudy gobert cat like i'm just yeah. reading guys in the western conference yeah like those cool. guys yeah, and then also, I, I think too because he's getting all this fucking hype and he's going to get number one overall. I think players are just going to have a chip on their shoulder to to bully him. I'll take him more. down a bit. Oh, totally. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, 
So like, year I one's going to be tough for him. Oh, I think so too. Like, I mean, listen, offensively, he looks like he's he has basically, you know, he, he he's a mix of a point guard, shooting guard, everything. You know, post up like he can do everything, right? He's but like, like but taller and skinnier. Yeah, exactly. But can he can he stay on the court and not foul out because everyone's bodying him all game? I don't know how great of a defensive player. Uh, like, you know, yeah, he's like Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Durant's like seven feet tall. But like, thing is, like, and the thing with the NBA and why like teams uh, rolling to like this uh, don't play small in the regular season is because like you have these fucking giant centers who are like seven two, seven one, two hundred fifty pounds, like. like wailing on you so like Giannis doesn't defend other centers during the regular season unless it's like the last couple minutes of a game they need a win right like because it's just too too physically demanding you know like you look at most centers in the league it's it's not you know like okay you have Jokic but and you have Embiid but like a lot of the a lot of the you know Kevin Durant doesn't guard centers Kevin Durant's seven feet tall but he he he, he plays the three of the four because those guys aren't as physical right, right. so like I don't know when is not <laughs> He's not a big, he's not a big strong dude, but he's going to be going against these big strong dudes. Like that's, that's what I want to see. Like, how do you, like, what are the, what's that first month or two months look like? Like, I feel like he's going to, like, Porzingis got hurt. You, you know, it took him a while to like get the strength and figure out how to control his body and 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 and, and land properly, like all that stuff. That's why these centers, you know, these big athletics. I mean, that's why Embiid gets hurt all the time. Yeah, it's it's tough doing that on a game to game basis, like. I mean, especially centers. Like, I, you know, okay, Jokic is probably the anomaly where he doesn't or hasn't gotten hurt. But, like, I mean, I guess is Wambayama going to play like that? But Wambayama seems way more athletic than Jokic. Yeah, not even close. Like, yeah, not even, like, like, he could run, he could jump. Like, Jokic is just, like, plodding down the court. Like, he can't. That's why Jokic, I feel like, could be really good for a while because, like, as he gets older, is he, is he really going to get slower? I mean, how much fucking slower can he get? Like he's not a fast dude. Like how much? How much? Like he doesn't jump high to begin with. It's not like he's like, oh man, he's not going to be able to touch the rim. And like, no, he can't jump high now. He he's like Luca, you know, just a different <laughs> position. Yeah, totally. Just slow, Dan. marauding. Dan, Kevin Durant. Who I mean, if you look at body types, I mean, I think that's the biggest, the best comparable one. He's six ten, two forty. That's what they have him listed at. Yeah. When- Wembeyama is 7'2", 209. He's only 209 <laughs> pounds? 209 pounds. He really isn't that low. Oh, God. I mean, he has to put on some weight. He's going to get broken. Yeah, he needs to room with Embiid. <laughs> yeah, no, good, he needs to room with Zion. He's like, he's like <laughs> Wonder Man. Like, well, like even, like even Porzingis, right? So, so another comp would be Porzingis. So, and I don't know, this is what he is now, but I don't know what he was when he was a rookie. But Pazingas now is 7'3", 240. He's got to have 25 pounds more than he did as a rookie, I think. Oh, I'm sure he does, yeah. Yeah. And he, like, he was fucking again, skinny when the oh, next Knicks got him. Yeah. But I think Wemiyama is even skinnier. Yeah, no, I think so, too. Like, that's the stuff, I don't know, like, or like, how about um, the other dude? Um, we don't think about him because he got hurt. Uh, but Chet Holmgren with uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the Thunder, he's what is he? He's seven one two. Oh, he's seven one two oh nine. There you go. Like you talk about a skinny skinny dude. Yeah. And, I haven't seen him on the court though, so I you know I. Well, he played. He got hurt in summer league last year. 
Like he couldn't even make it to the regular season. I don't know. Like how much did you say he weighed? Uh, Chet two hundred nine. Oh, they they bumped him up. He was uh, seven one 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 ninety four. One ninety four. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah, like he didn't even make it out of summer league. I don't know. Like that's that's like let, let me see. Those are tough. Injuries are so fluky sometimes. I mean, they ben, are. But ben, like ben, I, ben Simmons lost his first season because of summer league, and Bede got hurt right before summer league. Like it's. I know, but like I don't know. I don't like those. I'll tell you, I I don't like tall, skinny dudes. No, no, I'm I'm still with you on that. I am. I am. Like I, like that's Manupo. I think yeah, I think yeah, I would think of Sean Bradley on the Sixers. Yeah, Sean Bradley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously those guys are not as good as uh, these these ones, but yeah. Like, I just don't know as like a tall, skinny dude who plays in the NBA and doesn't get hurt. I mean, like, I guess Ke- you know Kevin Durant, but the, you know Kevin Durant ended up playing like wing positions. You know, he played the three and sometimes the four. Like, just but like even still, his last couple of years he's been hurt a lot. You know, so I don't know. Like, that's the stuff that I'm just like. Mm. You know, I get it. Like, I get you have to do it, but it would make me nervous. Yeah, yeah. You got to do it, like you said. You have to do it. I'll be curious to see how he does. I mean, the the th- the only like I like Pop uh, and and him going to the Spurs, but the only disappointing thing is that he's going to be like babied beyond belief there. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna play him. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if they like play him every other game to start the season. I, I definitely am going to watch the Spurs on the NBA package early on, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, you want to see what he does. Although, although his first couple of games actually will probably be on ESPN or something, I would think. You're probably right. Or You're TBS, probably right. ENT, whatever. Yeah. Dan, Porz, Porzingis, when, before he got drafted, 7-2-2-10. When he got drafted, they bumped him up to 223. And he had a he still had to jump up to 235 by the end of the year. How tall is Brzingis again? 7'3". 7'2", 7'3", yeah. 7'3". Yeah, so now, and now he's 240. So, like, like, like I, and, like, he's as heavy as, and he had his best season, too. Like, he's not as athletic, I don't think, as he was a couple years ago, but, like, I, I don't know. I just think you need to have, especially if you're playing, like, that type of position, like, you know, where you're being bodied up against, like, these big dudes that are, you know, you know, like, Gar- like Steph Curry's skinny, Reggie Miller was skinny, but, like, you know, they're shooters, and they're, they're you know, you could draw, like, you, you could be skinny in those positions. Man, those big positions, I yeah, like they're not, taking, they're not taking a ton of contact unless they're, they're, no. unless they're deciding unless they're driving to. to the basket or, you know, like, like, stuff like that. Like, then they'll take some contact, but, like, I mean, you're a center. Every shot goes up, you take it. Ah. Every time down the court, like trying to get a post up, trying to position for a rebound, when you get the ball, when you, ah, yeah, I think it's a lot. It's an underrated uh, aspect of being a center in, in the NBA right now, for sure. I think, you know, the amount yeah. of work, work they have to put in on a nightly basis compared to some of the other positions. And it's why, like, <laughs> not comparing, uh, I'm not going to compare pickup basketball to the NBA, but like, but you are, but are- I am, but I am. <laughs> It, but it's like it's like so if you go. I mean, to some of these game. playoffs were rougher than pickup basketball. <laughs> well, like <laughs> there well, were like, some stretches go, in there where there was blood, <laughs> no foul. <laughs> but, but if you, if you go to like a pickup game, right, you'll see dudes that are like 
oh, he must have played center or power forward in, in high school or whatever, right? And like, but in the pickup game, they're either dribbling the ball up or they're just taking outside shots. And it's because like they took such a beating playing down low, even in high school, that like now these guys are like, fuck it, I'm just gonna like sit up top like a guard, and just like chuck threes. It's much easier. So like like it's just like I don't know, it just takes such a toll. Like if you're yeah, it that's where these uh, that's where these centers get hurt, like Embiid and these guys. Well, Embiid, Embiid every year more and more he does less of that work until it, it like you said, until, until he like, needs it. Until crunch time or yeah, you know. Late, you know, in playoffs, like he he saves himself more each year. You see him doing that more and more. Yeah, I, yeah. Save save yourself. You don't need to be bodying up in the first quarter or all four quarters in the regular season because it's like it's it's too physical. Yep. Yeah, I know. So I'll be like, when we um, you know, I I I don't know his style of play, but like he's gonna play the five. They're not gonna put him at. And even at a stretch five, I don't know who else. I honestly couldn't tell you who else is on San Antonio's roster. But like, even at a stretch five, like he, like I couldn't, I honestly couldn't name you one player. Do you know any other players on that team? But like, I was actually just talking about it yesterday because a guy, guy in the man league, he's he's a big Spurs fan. Of course he is. When he started, when he became a Spurs fan, ninety nine after they drafted Duncan, <laughs> fucking clown. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, <laughs> Probably. Yeah, yeah, so. Big David Robinson fan. Big David yeah. Robinson fan. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Admiral. <laughs> um, this team is awful. Oh, my God. Uh, what's his name? David uh, Johnson, right? Kenyon or something Johnson, right? Uh, uh, Keldon Johnson. Yeah, he's Keldon pretty good. Johnson. Okay. He was talking about yeah. him the other day. Yeah, uh, he, he's their best player. But other than that, I mean, Jeremy Shachin. They, they got a long way to go. They have a long way to go. They have Doug McDermott on that they team, by pops. the way. That's all they need. They have Pops. Romeo Langford's on this team? Oh, my goodness. This team is awful. Roland, while Dan uh, continues to uh, mumble on the uh, Spurs, what are you drinking? What are you drinking, Roland? Nothing. LaCroix. No. Lemon. Ooh. Raw. Got him. For Wemba Richie, what are you? Uh, I see you're uh, puffing. You're not uh, drinking. Though. <laughs> uh, I had a Sonic Hard Southern Ice Sweet Tea. Ooh, how's that? Pretty, pretty tasty, actually. You know, I like when people make hard iced teas. And then I'm now having a uh, Kona Seltzer. I am not a fan of this, to be honest with you. Everybody's getting Didn't in even on the know they made a seltzer. Everybody's got something. Yeah, everyone's got one. Roland, I I don't have still, one. Still, I still cannot find the Arizona hard iced teas anywhere. Really? Yeah. Did you ever drink really? those Swedish ones that you wanted? No. Or Finnish? I think well, it's Finnish. What, what, what was the name of it again? Long Branch or something? Long. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah, it Long something? something? Yeah. God, what was it? And they said they had it at the Total Wine by Me, but they did not. Those liars. Goddamn liars. Not friends of the pod. Bullshit. I need a Total Wine by Me. They are my go-to when I'm on work travel because you know they're always going to have like a decent selection. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a Total Wine by Me. It's a great store. Yep. 
Yeah, I used to check it for the podcast for when we did the same. Oh, beer. that's right. That's right. That's right. We tried to get on the same page. <laughs> I just said, fuck it. Uh, all right. Uh, stick around after the uh, credits. Uh, Dan and Rich are going to talk about Spider Verse. Um, I don't want to hear it because I know Dan is going to say that he's not going to give away spoilers, but he's going to give away spoilers. <laughs> I don't think so. That's uh, pretty good. Spider Verse. For, for Dan Mayer, Rich Cagle, producer Roland Barrio. Greatest Marvel movie ever. For myself, Tommy McGraw. Thank you for listening to Last Man's Opinion, and we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Boom. Boom. Do you have any uh, plans on seeing Spider-Man? Did you even see the first one? Yeah. Did you like Loved the first one? It. Yeah. Loved it. Are you going to see this one in the theaters? Are you going to wait for it to... I don't know. It's been so long since I've been to the theater. I miss it. Hey, could you take Could you take Jack to it or now is he too young? Uh, I mean, Jack... Carson went and Jack's a year older. So. Yeah. Oh, Jack so yeah. Was... yeah, Jack saw the first one i think i think when we were at the cape oh really? I, th- I think they they said ass in this movie maybe that was it <laughs> yeah i don't care yeah yeah i didn't think it was that bad yeah yeah so uh, maybe it wasn't that bad of violence or anything so no yeah. no and it's not scary i wouldn't say yeah i mean it's a cartoon yes i mean that oh. means nothing that means yeah. nothing yeah I know, but I mean, I, but I mean, I mean, kid, I feel like kids are automatically more engaged in a cartoon than like live action. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll agree with you on that. But so in the violence factor that you are trying to. Oh, say. About, yeah. I mean, who cares about that? Yeah. So Tommy, so Tommy, it sounds like you're not planning on going to see this. Um, he's gonna try. He's gonna try. I'm gonna Let's try. It, it, has, I, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it, Dan. He has an overbearing wife. It's not gonna let him. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if we can take the kids. Maybe that will be like the. I'll take the kids out to the movies, and you get some time by yourself. Yeah. And roll, to figure it, win, roll win, win. Yeah. <laughs> They'll come back with nightmares, but you'll have some time alone. Yeah, and time we'll be able to watch the movie. Yeah, it's a good deal. Good deal. Oh, where are you at? Did you see the first one? Did you uh, love it? I haven't it? seen any of the new Spider-Mans. Like, none oh, yeah. of them. I haven't seen no. any Tom Holland or later Spider-Man. You saw, oh, really? Gar- you saw Garfield? Garfield. The movie? No, Eric Gar... Uh, what's his name? Andrew? Andrew? Andrew Garfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've yeah. only seen the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. What? Yeah. Really? I haven't seen any... Well, they're not on streaming stuff, right? Yeah, they're on Disney, right? Most of them. On, oh, are they? I, I think they are now. Oh, they. I don't. Know, they have some weird thing with. Um, I thought there was a time when they were just on Stars or something. It, it, uh, that was only the um, Tom Holland's Spider Man, I think. Let's I mean, see. I am more than happy to sit down and plan out a uh, an attack plan of this. But yeah, I'm gonna need a Spider Man marathon, Roland. I can easily do this. 
All I need is one or two rainy days on a weekend. But my, I feel like I have kids at this point. Like we have so much family visiting and activities and stuff. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's, I never get a day off to myself. You need a day or you're going to lose it. I am close to it. Close to losing <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, wait, so you have not seen. I'm, I'm trying to look right now. Some reason probably in like 15 years or something what the hell and by the way i I just rewatched spider-man 2 uh this past weekend as well oh really it was uh toby and it had um toby days for spider-man 2 it had uh doc ock and let me tell you going back and watching toby after seeing all the other different spider-mans i find him unwatchable wow oh 100 percent Unwatchable compared to Garfield and Holland. Like, it's bad, bro. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, the Toby Spider-Man's, like, looking back, like, when they first came out, you were like... They were cool, okay. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the first one wasn't bad. Then the second one was all right. And then they slowly got worse. Yeah. Um, But it's like, all right, whatever. At least that first one was decent and the second one was okay. Yeah, but we, we weren't, like, oversaturated with... You know the movies at that point, so like it was. It was kind of new. Yeah, yeah, new and it was exciting. Good, it was good stuff. Yeah, but then um, you see, but yeah, like, but now after watching the Garfield ones and the Tom Holland ones and the Spider Verse ones, right? It's they are so bad. You can't watch them. I totally agree. With you. 